0: Robots Radio presents...
1: Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast.
0: I'm not usually a hat fan, but wow. Maybe like to buy a I'm
1: really sipping on that dumb bitch juice today, and, um... Yeah, I am. But you know what? Someday I just might grow out of that, but you... You will never stop being a jerk.
0: All chocolate cakes are good. You're a fascist. It's hideous. It's horrible. It's home.
1: Angry white boy, let's... Go! Hello, and welcome to Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast, the podcast that looks at your favourite childhood memories and goes, you know what, let's make a feature-length film. That's Chad Echowitz.
0: And that's Simone LaRue. I love that. That's really, really true. I, you know, it's such a... It, whoever did it first was an absolute pioneer and a yeah. genius, you know, to go, hey, let's take this beloved kids show... and and, like make it an hour and a half kids would go ballistic for that adults will hate us but kids will love it
1: Mm. what if kids could watch their favorite morning cartoons at the cinema and cinemas were like fantastic we love it (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) exactly because especially with little kids you can't go to the cinema without getting snacks oh i think as adults like, I don't know about you, but as an adult now, seeing the sort of ridiculous prices that you get at the th- cinemas, yeah. like, I do not get snacks. I sneaky oh, sneaky my own snacks. I, in. I, I get what snacks, are you... but I go
1: to the cinema, like, so seldom. So, like, we kind of make a right. thing of it.
0: Right. Okay.
1: And we'll usually share. Like, you get those, like, um you know, the combo things that's like the popcorn nice. and the chocolate and the slush or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'll usually share that. But if I get my own, um, oh, God, I've become so boring. <laughs> the last time I went, uh-huh. I, I don't know. I think, I don't know, I, maybe I was feeling chubby or I didn't feel like having all the sugar <laughs> or whatever. But instead of a slush with my combo meal, I just asked for soda yeah. water, like oh, a psychopath. Simone.
0: What's wrong with you? I don't. Like, do you just hate joy? Like, I, what is I just I was like, issue? I just
1: want water right now. <laughs>
0: Oh, you know what it was? I just had me. a big
1: slice of cake beforehand,
0: oh, so I was like, a okay.
1: "Slash uh, is not gonna fly."
0: It's gonna be, it's gonna be way too much sugar. Like you're gonna yeah. crash halfway through. I was the like, movie, "Actually, all I want to do is hydrate right now." No, that's fair. I must say, I do love. You know, this this sort of relates to the topic that we're talking about mm. now. Is we're on our Discord when people start talking about all the various movie snacks from around the world <sighs> and just how ridiculously different it is depending on the region you're in what i miss about south africa and i often sort of complain Mm -hmm. about this here in the uk is the fact that like in south africa you've got those little flavor stands Uh where you can just bomb your own sort of seasoning so you've got like cream cheese and chive vinegar Mm -hmm. butter Mm -hmm. butter salt like all these beautiful flavors Mm -hmm. here in england the land of plenty apparently (laughs) you've got sweet or salty and that is it
1: Okay, I'm sorry. That is pathetic. What is the point of colonizing all over the world? And then... If you're
0: going to do that. Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. I'd be furious. Look, it's a travesty. You should buy... Yeah, you know You look. can buy, like, popcorn seasoning salt at the shops. Right? I don't know about in the UK, though. I have no idea. But you can buy, like... They've
0: probably banned it. Yeah,
1: probably. It's probably too good. But yeah, over here, at least, you can buy popcorn seasoning salt, like salt and vinegar flavor or whatever. You should buy that. Just sneak it in with you.
0: That's a good idea. Do you know what I've just realized why it is? Uh It's because this country is predominantly white and white people can't season food. It's too spicy. (laughs) And that's the I feel issue. Like that's that's actually why actually a, a thing. very
1: specifically British thing. Like every <laughs> other country I've been to, they'll like use some <laughs> like some sort of seasoning. And like the UK, I will never forget. Like my one uh, colleague from the UK at my old job mm-hmm. was telling me about. He um <laughs> he was like, yeah, I just made an egg and chips for my kid, and I was like, wait, so like <laughs> literally just a fried egg and some chips? And he's like, I mean, I put some white bread in there too.
0: Dead oh, serious. Oh wow dead serious (laughs) oh dang we're we're not like we're an embarrassing people (laughs) like it's it's a horrible thing (laughs) <laughs> oh, goodness me. Ugh. So, so yes, uh, with my movie snacks, um, what I do, and, and I, I often get a look of horror until mm. people try it. Here in the UK, I think it's pretty standard everywhere else in the world, yeah. but here in the UK, I, like, I get a look of, of absolute derision, oh. is I put, like, my sweets, like a chocolate sweet, in my salty <gasps> yes, popcorn, and you get that tasty. sweet, salty... That's really
1: good. What sweets do you usually go it for? Is Are you, like, a Smarties man, or...?
0: I'm usually a Maltesers boy. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I'll go for... for chocolate buttons if i'm feeling if i'm feeling like slumming it a little bit but yeah yeah Ooh, Maltesers, Maltesers, and popcorn mm. yeah mm. and and when the popcorn's warm when they've just like put a new fresh bash in mm, so and then that popcorn melty. melts it perfection ah. the people of the uk need to learn they need to learn how to do cinema snacks properly
1: i'm so sad for you yeah.
0: I'm very sad. But back to topic. This week we are doing two movies from our childhood. Two of those delicious Saturday morning cartoons that got turned into feature films, as Simone said. So... What films are we doing this week, Simone?
1: So we're doing basically it's actually kind of a triple threat. Uh, so we're doing mm-hmm. the Hey mm. Arnold movie, and then we're doing Rugrats Go Wild, which is a crossover between the Rugrats and the Wild Thornberries.
0: Ah, oh, I love the Wild Thornberries. I it was loved my second it Second favorite show. What was your What was your ultimate Saturday morning cartoon?
1: It depends on like the age I was at. I think when I was a kid, mm. like it was Pokemon all the time.
0: Right. Okay. Blows, That's Pokemon. Awesome.
1: Um, Power Rangers, obviously. I know that's not mm-hmm. a cartoon,
0: but like, but it's, a, it's not Saturday, yeah. yeah, kids. Yeah,
1: uh, I liked Yu Gi Oh! when I was a little older, oh, yeah. And then, like, when I was much older, I liked Phineas and Ferb,
0: right? Yeah, love Phineas. Yeah.
1: I still love Phineas and Ferb, it's actually, I mean, so how good. could you not?
0: It's so good. Yeah, yeah what brilliant. about you? Yeah, oh, it was Cow- Courage the Cowardly Dog all the way. Oh, yeah, favorite. I think that's where my love mm. of horror comes from mm. because oh, that and shit was scurry. Oh, sorry, oh, I I'm just Scooby-Doo. having a little bit <laughs> little little nostalgia trip. Mm.
1: Oh, and I loved Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon was my other yeah, favorite Yeah, Sailor one. Moon was badass.
0: Love Sailor yeah, Moon. Yeah. To this day, it love so Sailor good. Moon. Loved, loved also, I think Powerpuff Girls gets overlooked. Yes! Quite substantially, mm. but that show was banging.
1: Mm. Ed, Ed, uh, Ed and, and Eddie. And then the
0: Cramp Twins. Yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. The Cramp Twins, I think, as right? well, was a little bit of a weirder one, mm. but I really enjoyed that. And then, you know what a friend reminded me of the other day? What? Cat Dog.
1: What, th- what a time! <laughs>
0: What a what a weird like, fucking thing. Both to like be fair, cat dog
1: and cow and chicken were just like yeah. not child appropriate actually. Well,
0: and then you've got Rin and Stimpy. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck did people do? Like, why were these things?
1: This is why millennials are so fucked up, guys. Like
0: It's so true. <laughs> I mean, even in like more mainstream with like Powerpuff Girls, you introduce him
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you're just like, right, okay, so we've got this bisexual devil creature who is pure evil. Ugh. <sighs> In an adorable show about three pre-pubescent genetically modified yells. Yeah, yeah, and and look, the world is the world is what it is now, and we live in it, and it's these people's fault. I, I blame the, the, the TV. The <laughs> I, I blame
1: the television yeah. too.
0: <laughs> well, what are you drinking this week, Simone? Let's let's talk let's talk turkey.
1: <laughs> I am having a white wine in my stemless Quite wine fine. glass.
0: White wine. They're so elegant.
1: Uh, it's mainly because uh, they fit in my dishwasher, so I don't have to hand wash them.
0: <laughs> you know, it's practical. It's elegant. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that.
1: It's a win-win-win as far as I'm concerned.
0: Exactly, and it must be a celebratory wine as well because the the alcohol Yay! ban is lifted. It's
1: legal wine.
0: Ah, oh, there you go. The bootlegging days are over. Hopefully, this will be the last time that you've had to bootleg, and now you're you're clean. You're straight. You're back on the you're straight <laughs> yeah. and narrow. Yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah see yeah
0: (laughs) good effort (laughs) (laughs) was it look we're here to build each other up i've returned to a very south african drink and i'm having a brandy and coke today
1: what kind of brandy are we talking about clippies
0: oh no you can't get clippies over here it's really tragic i'm thinking of moving again because this is this is horrendous no
1: i mean you're not selling the experience chad (laughs)
0: No, no. If it wasn't for the NHS, this country would be a fucking pit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yes, I think it's just like a, a it's, it had a ship on the bottle. I wasn't looking too closely, but it's a very nice oh, brandy. I love and a brandy yeah. and Coke. Oh, it's just a warming drink, oh. isn't it? It just feels just... Mm. Nothing mm.
1: brings out my inner Pretoria girl harder <laughs> than a brandy and Coke. It just makes me want to kick my shoes <laughs> off. Mm. Uh, and watch the rugby
0: oh do some push-ups outside oh. of the local bar <laughs> dreams <laughs> that is a deep dive yeah. for all of you new listeners you're gonna have to go back about like 50 episodes yeah. to go and find out what that <laughs> reference is to um you know <laughs> well I guess I get to go first right because mm. brandy is usually higher than white wine yeah for sure so let's find all about hey arnold So, this movie gets straight into the action from the jump, and so will I. Arnold, voiced by Spencer Klein, wakes up one morning and goes down to meet up with some friends. When he meets them, he notices a big gathering around a TV. On the TV is the town's mayor standing with this guy called Sheck, voiced by Paul uh, Sorvino. Sheck is the CEO of Future Tech Industries, and he has just entered a deal with the mayor to completely revamp Arnold's neighbourhood. Some of the people think this is a good idea, but then they all realise that this, uh, this what this really means, and that is that they are going to have to tear down the neighbourhood, meaning that everyone will lose their jobs and have to move out of town. Arnold is devastated by this news, as this is the only home he has ever known, and he doesn't know what will happen to his grandparents. He decides, with the help of his best friend Gerald, voiced by Jamil Walker-Smith, to find a way to save the neighbourhood. When Helga, voiced by Francesca Marie Smith, who secretly has a crush on Arnold, hears about what's going to happen, she is torn because on the one hand, she doesn't want to lose the love of her life, but on the other, her father, the beeper salesman, is going to make a lots of money from this revamp, and so in turn, she will be rich. The first thing that Arnold and Gerald try is to organise a block party. Unfortunately, this goes horribly wrong because Shek and his crew block the permit authorising the block party from getting to the local authority, making the block party an illegal gathering. Whilst the new stations initially come to the block party to air the horrible thing that Future Tech Industries is about to do, because of the disruption, nothing gets shown to the public. Next, Arnold and Gerald go to the source. They visit Future Tech Industries to speak directly to Sheck and see if they can reason with him. Sheck, as you can expect, is actually a mega douche and does not care about the poor people uh, of their neighbourhood and just wants to make more money. A true Bezos, if you will.
2: Oh, political. Ooh, political.
0: <laughs> When Arnold gets home, he is super bummed. He speaks to his grandfather, who then tells him the story of the Great Tomato War that happened in his neighborhood in the seventeen hundreds. Apparently, oh, the British sorry. Were tax even like the grandfather's
1: yeah. old neighborhood in the seventeen hundreds, and I was like, "How old?"
0: <laughs> That's what he? really confused me. Right? Is because like the grandfather is like like this. This really confused me in terms of like the timing of when is yeah. Hey Arnold is set? Is it like early fifties? Is it eighteen fifties? <laughs> How old is it's the timeless, granddad? Truly. Yeah, I think they just play around with time. I think time is not a concept because, you know, I I didn't mention this in the synopsis, which I will get back to in a second. But like they have a time clock going with this and they've got like 46 hours and they are able to fit like three days worth of activities into that 48 hours. So I think time doesn't exist in the world of Hey Arnold.
1: That's probably, that's probably fair. Uh,
0: so uh, apparently the British were taxing the crap out of tomatoes in this town. So the poor peasants revolted and took them down, instituting a new way of order, which led to the founding of American independence. Arnold gets an idea. If this thing really happened, it would make the neighborhood a national heritage site, which could never be torn down, uh, which could never be torn down. He and Gerald must now go and find the document which states that the neighborhood is a national heritage site. They go down to the Town Hall, but they have no luck there. They then visit this really creepy morgue guy, who tells them that the document was sold at auction a couple years back to an unknown buyer. They seem to have hit a dead end, until Arnold gets a call from a stranger called Deep Voice. It is, of course, Helga, who has now decided to help Arnold. She tells him that Shek has the document, and she also tells him how to get it. Shenanigans ensue, and Arnold is able to locate the document. He has it in his hands, but then Shek steals it and burns it, destroying any proof that it ever existed except for the videotape evidence of Sheck doing so. See, Sheck has video cameras everywhere in his building, and so the burning of the document was definitely caught on tape. Arnold and Gerald go back a couple hours later and steal the tape. That's when Arnold also meets Deep Voice and learns it's Helga. She confesses her love to him, but he is really taken aback by it and doesn't know what to say. They run back to the neighborhood and get there just in time to show the world the video before the neighborhood is destroyed. The town is declared a national heritage site again, and the mayor revokes the demolition order, and Arnold and the gang save the day. The end.
1: The end. Chad, your cliffhanger, please.
0: It has to be this one.
1: I don't know, Arnold, though. I guess maybe I just took pity on you and your
0: stupid friends. Well,
1: why? Because
0: because I guess maybe I don't hate you as much as I thought, okay? I guess maybe I, I even kinda like you a little. Heck, I, I guess you might even kinda say that I like you a lot. You do? You did this for me? That's
1: right, terrible, boy. I mean, criminy, what else are you supposed to do when someone you love is in trouble? Love? You
0: heard me, pal, I love you, love you! Who else do you think has been in night and day building shrines to you in a closet, filling volumes of books with poems about you. I love you, Arnold. I've always loved you ever since I first laid eyes on your stupid football head. And from that moment
1: and every moment since I've lived and breathed for you, dreamed of the moment I could finally tell you my sacred feelings
0: and could grab you and kiss you and oh, come here, you big lug Because it's the most like darling little scene, and I mean It's such a a lovely running joke from the show because, uh, you know, Helga is so mean to Arnold, but she, like, creates a shrine for him. And, like, she's so, like, her voice changes and she's, like, really poetic. And then when she, like, finally tells him, it's obviously this big culmination of everything that everyone loves from the show in this one thing. And then Arnold just reacts like a typical boy in that situation. He's just like, this is a lot. (laughs) I'm going to have to process this. And I'll get back to you. And, yeah, uh, it, it's just a lovely, lovely sort of weird resolution.
1: Oh, I was going to disagree entirely.
0: <laughs> oh, I was really? like, oh, this is not
1: okay. Like, Arnold is clearly so uncomfortable with everything that's happening. <laughs> and, like, I guess it's played for last. But then she, like, force kisses him. Uh, which- oh, yeah isn't cool and it's also just like no. you can't expect to like be mean to someone all the time forever mm-hmm. and then like turn around and be like oh but by the way it's all, it's because i loved you and for them to be like yeah sick so i don't know that <laughs> actually i felt very uncomfortable during that whole scene because arnold's <laughs> clearly like uh um
0: mm. yeah okay look from from a from a point of view of actually the people involved in the scene yeah. it's it's really ick but from like a person who watches the show yeah. seeing that resolution, that's the nice side. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The predatory behavior is not okay. Helga's not And I mean, this okay. goes back... <laughs> no and this goes back to something that we need to stop teaching kids and i mean this is a very good lesson for people to learn now is to stop saying to girls that boys are mean to them if they actually like them that really reinforces bad stereotypes yeah. it teaches boys that they can be mean and it also teaches girls that bad behavior actually reflects love and all of these things are very very bad and we teach like six-year-olds this yeah problem
1: yeah it's also it's just i mean i think there's also something to be said about like hey if the person isn't interested in you you've got to move on like persistence yeah, is not cute at this point it's
0: no uh
1: they're not keen just carry on with your day don't be building shrines to them or <laughs> 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 making hilarious monologues about how obsessed you are with them <laughs>
0: Look, a monologue doesn't hurt anyone as a long as it's, you know, anyone. not addressed except, to the public. Except your heart. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, someone, you make a very good point in, in the fact that, yeah, don't just... It's okay, guys. People are allowed to have their own feelings. And if they don't match up with yours, that's... Like, it sucks. And you'll be heartbroken. But you'll move on. There all, There is always someone out there for you. Always. This is now a love podcast. <laughs> so please write in with any of your romantic problems and we will address them in the worst possible way the worst possible way there's a pot for every lid oh that's really nice i like that and it's like goes in with a cooking theme that's very cute so what did you think about this movie overall? Did you ever watch Hey Arnold?
1: Yeah, I did. I'd forgotten a lot about Hey Arnold. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of liked, like, I love that it's this big, like, diverse neighborhood of lots and lots of mm-hmm. different people. I love his sassy grandparents. Like, I love his, like, oh, they're the best. super active, super funny grandpa and his, like, radical activist grandma who is so <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> I just love the whole neighborhood. Like everyone's just Mm -hmm. there getting along, being ridiculous, going on adventures. Mm -hmm. It's so cute. It's such like a weirdly idyllic uh, little slice of life, like a bunch of like lower middle class kids all hanging out (laughs) together and like learning from each other. And it's cool. It's cute. I like it.
0: Yeah, I think you make a good point there with, like, the diversity. I think yeah. Hey Arnold is probably one of the most diverse shows from for, for kids out there. You know, it, it has a whole, you know, versatile group of people. And, and it's not from, like, a rich point of view. Yeah. I mean, it's very clear that this neighborhood is... A absolute disaster. And it's very serious. I remember the episodes being, a lot of the time, incredibly, incredibly serious. Mm-hmm. I remember that one kid, um, you know, the bully who likes to eat a lot. He's he's quite rotund. Yeah. Um, I remember he, him, like, there's an episode where he, like, fails a couple grades because he just can't read. And his parents, are, like, really mean to him about it. And he's just, like, dealing with that. And, I mean, even in the movie, Helga gets, like, called Olga by her parents yeah. and they just don't care about her. And it's, like, it's not paid, played for laughs at all, which is great. It yeah. just It just shows that, you know, life sometimes sucks. Yeah. And, you know, even, like, it would have been, in a weird way, like, really true to the Hair hey Arnold vibe if they hadn't have succeeded. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think it would have been a huge bummer of a movie yeah, but if they hadn't no, they succeeded. Yeah, they couldn't have
1: done It's a kid's movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it would have been a very on-brand, um, and then I also just love the jazz of it. This is yeah. the most jazzy jazz show of all the kids shows.
1: Yeah, There's no, it's so just a jazz. cool show. Like everybody in it's just mm-hmm. super cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's just a lot of fun, and y- you can't help but love it. Yeah, um, you know, and 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 I I'm, I really struggle to find any legitimate downfalls from this movie. How about you? It's a
1: perfectly acceptable kids movie. Um, mm-hmm. and to be honest, off of the bad guy, I really got more of a Musk vibe than a Bezos vibe, but maybe that's oh, just right. me. I
0: can see it. I can see it. Yeah.
1: Either way, just a thoroughly unlikable rich man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> all awful, aren't they? Hmm. Bezos, uh, Musk, uh, Branson. They're uh, all, they're all shits. I don't they're wish them the best. Shits.
1: I gotta be honest. No.
0: No, no. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear there was like a petition going around when Bezos went off into space to not (laughs) allow him back into Earth? Um,
1: Imagine though.
0: That would be so good. I would love that. Just, ooh, yikes. You you are technically an illegal immigrant, so... (sighs) can i'm can't sorry you're you uh
1: you don't actually uh get any breaks on this shift so
0: oh yes beautiful you cowboy wearing cowboy hat wearing douche asshole. okay let's not no, we're not gonna not. we're not gonna do this we can't right <laughs> <laughs> right well i mean look there's hardly anything yeah. we can really say about this movie it was fucking awesome yeah you had like great scenes of demolition um you know there was many a crime committed in this film oh which so many I crimes
1: they rig up explosives under the whole neighborhood
0: <laughs> which feels really counterintuitive yeah. for what they're trying to do
1: helga's dad casually has mob connections <laughs>
0: yeah that whole scene like there was that like, great scene that I was just like where, where where the the evil skeezy guys like uh, when when Helga's dad finds out that the contract is really shifty and he goes to the creepy dude who, who yeah. made him sign it and, and the dude's like oh it's a free country I can I can make the contract how I want and Helga's, Helga's dad is just like well I guess if it's a free country I can punch <laughs> you in the face and I'm like that is the American way beautiful <laughs> red white and blue mm. thank god America <laughs> So guys, we're changing our format a little bit. And instead of asking for a scene that could have saved it, we're now really going back to our roots of optimism. And instead of asking that, we are going to be asking, what is the golden nugget of this film? So what is that one little precious cherry, that little golden nugget at the bottom of the, the residue of the reservoir? For a turn of a phrase, uh, that really made this film stand out. So Simone, golden nuggy for this one?
1: Uh, for me, it was definitely um, Arnold's relationship with his grandparents. They're just like mm-hmm. they're so cool, and yeah. like they don't for a second think that he can't make a difference or like can't yeah um, help out. They're just like, oh, here are some things you could do. Good luck.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're very, very on board, and like they are crazy in themselves. And they're I mean, so I think cool. everyone. Oh, his grandmother. Should... <sighs> Oh, she's... The, the scenes where she escapes from prison are just... Fuck. Hilarious. She's so Every funny. She's one. so
1: funny. I want to be her when I grow up.
0: hmm I think all people should aspire to be Hey Arnold's grandparents mm. or have grandparents like them.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: For me, it's definitely Stinky. The tall dude oh, with, like, yes. the hair. He is just the most delightful Southerner. And <laughs> it just warms my heart when he, like, sees Sheck and he's just like... That man gives me the heebies. And it's just oh you're such <laughs> a so beautiful funny. soul. And like low-key, does he not remind you of Dan?
1: <gasps> like a little bit. I yeah. can see it. I could see it. Just yeah. like his gentle, gentle soul.
0: Yeah, gentle giant, just the mm. super loveliest human being. Like no one can have a word against him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So he's he's my golden nugget. He he <sighs> got some screen time and I wish he had a bit more, but he was he's brilliant and I love him. Yeah. So would you recommend this film to people?
1: Yeah, if you want some, like, heavy cartoon nostalgia. And also, like, both of the movies that we covered today are kids' movies, so they're not very long at all. No. Uh, Which was very nice for me because I watched them both this morning.
0: (laughs) It's such a nice change from what we usually have to deal with. Yeah,
1: as opposed to losing, like, half my day to catching up on the movies. Oh, man. But like, yeah, it's just it's actually really it was a really nice walk down memory lane for me remembering watching this Mm -hmm. series and how like cool it was. And yeah, I would I would recommend checking it out if it's if it feels like your vibe.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I think anyone our age who grew up on Hey Arnold or if you, you know, a a lot of people our age are now becoming parents themselves. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us are going to force feed our kids, uh, our our uh, comics and um you, you know uh, cartoons from from when we were kids i'm definitely gonna show my kids foster's home one day without oh, a question
1: oh i forgot about foster's home what are you doing to it's me chad
0: most... i'm just i'm taking you <laughs> down nostalgia lane we're, we're going for a nice walk we're put on you your good walking shoes i just wish they had done a foster's movie i don't think they ever did and i i, I really wish they had yeah but one, yeah i'm gonna you. feed our kids that So I I completely agree with you. I would recommend this to anyone who's our age, anyone younger who is just like looking for a really badass uh, Mm. uh, cartoon uh, who like and it does have serious vibes. So like it's not just going to be bright colors. The colors are very muted in this. In fact, you're going to get no dopamine spikes from this Mm -hmm. uh, from this movie. Mm
1: -hmm. As opposed to the next movie, which um, (laughs) is a lot.
0: Oh, man. All the colors. But yes, highly recommend.
2: Looking for a Fallout audio drama? It's True Vault Escapades! That's right, follow the death-defying adventures of Detective Walter Camry and his Vault Girl, Bunny, as they solve the wasteland's biggest mysteries. From the dramatic Texas prologue to the high-stakes world of New Vegas, Walter and Bunny risk it all to crack everything from murders, slaver syndicates, and corruption at the highest level in post-nuclear America. True Vault Escapades, it's a Fallout show with a detective twist. Look for True Vault Escapades wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast.
0: So let's move away from the inner city.
1: Yeah. And uh, the...
0: let's let's move move it's to th- the jungle.
1: <laughs> Sorry, we were trying to finish each other's sentences and like then it just didn't get finished.
0: <laughs> you know, a hundred episodes deep, and usually oh. like we have we have such good chemistry, and people often speak about how we're really good at riffing off each other. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, that was <laughs> so painful for both of us. Just being like, uh
1: Uh, You know, that's the magic of editing. (laughs) 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 We can make it sound like we have great chemistry.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. God. Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. Tell me. Tell me about the jungle.
1: Uh, uh, Okay. So, Rugrats Go Wild. This movie actually starts following the Rugrats clan, uh, where all of the grown-ups are planning a amazing trip on Lipschitz Cruise, uh, which is like this epic, epic spa day thing on a cruise ship. And they're all super excited. And uh, when they get there, they realize that actually um, Drew Pickles, I think is the one uh, voiced by Michael Bell. uh, He has actually arranged for them not to do a cruise. He's like, no, I rented a boat for just us, the family, so we can all bond. And everybody is furious. (laughs) It does not get better when they hit a storm. (laughs) <laughs> and are in a life raft and then they wash up on the shore of a deserted island immediately everybody starts fighting people split up uh and no one's watching the babies and the babies are like cool <laughs> they figure out that actually famed uh wildlife researcher and documentarian nigel thornberry voiced today i learned by tim curry i
0: know right i know right it's crazy <sighs> i love it's tim absolutely curry bonkers with he's my such whole a baby. heart i love that oh, man he's the best He's the best.
1: They, they hear that he and his family are on the island somewhere. Uh, so they're like, no, we're going to find him. Uh, we're going to restore their dad's reputation. Uh, and everybody's going to turn out great. Shenanigans ensue. <laughs> um, the babies go on a long <laughs> adventure. Uh, there's a clouded leopard involved. Uh, uh, Eliza <laughs> Thornberry, voiced by Lacey Chabert. She talks to their dog. And like, that's a thing. And then Angelica... Uh, voiced by Cheryl Chase meets Deborah, uh, who's the Thornberry sister, uh, voiced by Danielle Harris. And they kind of become friends, and then, like, basically it all culminates. Everybody finds each other, but they've, like, sunk the uh, combi that the Thornberries need to, like, get anywhere. Uh, And luckily, Drew Pickles, finally, he can help because he's an inventor, so he figures out a way for them to lift everything out. Uh, They also rescue the babies from a submarine where they're all stuck underwater with nigel thornberry that raises out everybody bonds i think and has a new appreciation yeah. for drew pickles and tommy pickles is really happy because he got to meet his hero nigel thornberry and he's, they saw a giant squid and everybody leaves as friends i think and we're all happy
0: yeah it's it's delightful the end that's the end. lovely
1: yeah there's a clouded yeah. leopard involved but that doesn't really go anywhere
0: <laughs> It really does not. No, no. It's a false lead. But uh before we get into that, mm. what is your clip hanger?
1: Oh, it has to be this one. There, princess. We've all lost something today. Why, I lost my cell phone with 100 free minutes. And daddy lost his favorite sun visor. And Uncle Stu lost all our respect. What a savage. <laughs> so shade.
0: What is so much shade thrown straight off the bat?
1: And it's I do beautiful. not blame them. I do not blame no. them at all. He lied. He was a lying liar. Mm. And he was like, he was like, oh, I just wanted everybody to get along. And it's like, okay, but you also rented a boat that's clearly not big enough for everyone. And no. that you didn't know simply, how to yeah. drive? Skipper?
0: Yeah. yeah skipper. <laughs> <laughs> Steer? Voyage?
1: Voyage. <laughs> I don't spend a lot no, of time ab- on that.
0: No, no, uh, you're absolutely right. You're so so right, and and it, like the road to hell is, is 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 paved with good intentions. And clearly, he's for such a genius, he is an absolute dum dum. No, he knew. Do that. Like, he knew.
1: He's such a manipulative shit, Drew Pickles. I've got a real problem <laughs> with it. Jesus,
0: because I can tell. If he was,
1: if he thought that people would appreciate this as a bonding experience. Why not tell them? And you know why. Because no one else wanted to do his shitty idea. And he was like, no, no, this is all going to work out great. Surprise. And he was like, oh, everyone's mad at me for messing up. And it's like, yeah, Drew. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You fucked up.
0: And he's just like, but why? We're having such a good time. We're going to bond. It's going to be okay.
1: I would murder him. Murder him.
0: (laughs) To be fair, you know for a fact that if if we were in that situation... We we would get ourselves into that situation. Like, our group of friends is ripe. Ripe for the bringing in those type of shenanigans.
1: Absolutely not. Like, this is the thing, though, is we'd be at the port and they'd be like, oh, I rented this boat. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Well, have fun, because that's not the vacation I fucking (laughs) signed up for.
0: Do you really think you'd be that with your, yes. with your hatred of conflict? Oh. Do you really think you would do that? Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it's between being trapped on a tiny shitty boat or a cruise <laughs> ship that I've presumably put money towards.
0: Right. That's the thing. That is the, the thing.
1: Like, what um, did you, you do with my be... money, Drew?
0: Yeah. Cause it clearly like, it, it didn't go towards this boat. Like th- that boat did not rent mm-hmm. for very much. It was mm-hmm. this tiny little dinghy. Whew. Um, Look, I I, I feel like with this movie as well, it's very much like uh, Blue Crush that we did the other week in the fact that, well, Blue Crush 2, in the fact that a lot of this should have been and then they died. Yeah. So it's like... They got hit by a massive wave and then they died, but they didn't. Yeah. And then they were in the boat and then they yeah. fucking punched a hole in its in its keel and then they died, but then they didn't. Then they got washed up on the shore and they should have died. And yeah, yeah. like a lot of this is just like, and you should have died, but somehow you didn't. And they're
1: all um, terrible parents. That's <laughs> <laughs> the worst like, parents so their babies the just So they're like, hey, Drew, you know how you've just proven yourself to be unreliable and irresponsible? You watch the kids. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and then drew's like hey angelica could you a three-year-old watch the kids and angelica's like absolutely and he's like sick i'm gonna (laughs) go do things And the the babies just wander into the jungle and then by the time the babies Mm -hmm. get back like once everyone's reunited it looks like all the other grown-ups minus drew have like built shacks and they've got like a store of coconuts and they've built like a little village and it's like at what point were you gonna come back for your children (laughs) (laughs)
0: like that is that is a huge question right it makes no sense because okay so you're on a tropical island it's it's presumably very hot yes they are babies babies like normal human beings need sunscreen babies these soft little goo balls that you create Need extra attention. They cannot be left out in the sun like that without food or water. But you're just like, yeah, we'll let the three year old and the highly unreliable guy watch them. Yeah. And he hasn't come back and said like, yo, can we have some water for the yeah. babies or some shade for the babies? He's just like, <laughs> like, also, where did he fuck off to? Because clearly, never like, he went to never do explained. <laughs> Yeah, like what? Yeah, it's all—it's very, very baffling. Yeah. These these parents should be locked up. Like when they get back to the America, they should all be locked up.
1: Yeah, they're horrible parents. Exactly. Um, Eliza's yeah. plot line is basically useless. She doesn't really do much of anything, uh, no. which is a shame because she's you know, the protagonist of the Wild Thornberries.
0: <laughs> exactly exactly yeah there are some no, very awkward musical to...
1: numbers throughout this movie
0: i was per- perplexed when they started with the musical numbers um i love that they shut that down in hey arnold and yeah. that is something that i couldn't really measure but like they loved it, the guys yeah. try, try to start singing in hey arnold and then they just, just like nope we're not doing that yeah. which is great loved because it. in every kids movie they do they do musical numbers which would were- just equally as baffling. I wish they would not. It was it was a, also a really weird concept in the fact that I feel like there was a bigger resolution for the Thornberries in this Rugrats movie yeah. than there were for the Rugrats parents. Because the Rugrats parents don't really learn anything. They don't learn no. to not trust Stu ever again. Whereas the Wild Thornberries are like, oh yeah, family is really important and we should actually make it more time for each other and we should be there for each other. But it's not their movie. Like, why do they have a really sick revolution? Like, I, what?
1: I, I, mm, this movie's a mess. Like, it's, it's, it was cool, like, to be reminded of these two cartoons that I watched a lot mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, this is baffling.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. What I really, I, I think it also speaks to how old we are, is I didn't recognize some of the babies so like the the Asian baby, I wasn't. Oh, like, she wasn't joined Rugrats
1: later. She actually joined in Rugrats in Paris, which is where Chucky's oh. dad meets his uh, now wife, uh, and right? she's okay. like the wife's child from an- another marriage.
0: Yeah. Okay. You see, I, I was out of I was out of the Rugbr- Rugrats game mm-hmm. by that time, and also the the African American baby. Yeah, I, I vaguely maybe. remember her, but not very much. So. Yeah, it just Clearly, it just speaks to how
1: you didn't watch later seasons.
0: <laughs> no, no, I was I was too busy being mature and watching Courage the Cowardly yeah. Dog, uh, you know, and and fucking Rin and Stimpy, um, you know, scarring myself forever. But I thought that was really nice. I think it's really cool that you know Susie was like standing up for the babies and just like being on the baby side. I feel like there's like a very weird dynamic between her and and the, 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 the baby pickle. No, 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 oh, uh, Tom... baby pickle. Tommy like they have like a weird romantic vibe I, I kind of felt like I was picking up on and I was like but they're babies this uh, mm. feels weird
1: there is also uh. a whole series called Rugrats all grown up
0: I, I saw that I saw I haven't seen mm. any episodes but I saw that they made it it's pretty did fun you- like you it's kind of cool it? to
1: see where yeah. that they- where they're at and everything like it's it's cute
0: yeah I like I like that about the Rugrats It's that it has that progression where not very many other um kids cartoons do progress they yeah. kind of just stay that same age forever so, so that was lovely to yeah. see. Yeah, like, I mean, I, is there anything else that you want to talk about with this movie? Anything baffling?
1: I mean, there were so many plot lines that I got picked up and dropped immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no point getting into it. But, like, I, it was...
0: <sighs> Which, yeah, I think it makes it hard to, to find something good about this movie. I mean, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the crossover yeah. element of it. It, was, it was really was nice fun. to see that. I loved seeing um the oldest Thorn- Thornberry Deborah. daughter's deborah's sort of transition into like this person who really wants to spend time with her family now that was was really cute yeah it was cool
1: seeing her interact with angelica i thought that was a good choice
0: yeah yeah that was a cool cool crossover there yeah but apart from that i mean yikes really bit of a bit of a missed opportunity so so i guess we gotta we gotta Tredge very deep into the sand to find this golden nugget.
1: I would say my golden nugget is, like, I think, like, it's cool seeing all the characters interact. Like, that's the point of a crossover, right? Um, So yeah. it was cool to see Nigel Thornberry just be super cute with the babies, like, trying to sing to them and stuff to keep them calm in the submarine. I thought that was adorable. Yeah. And then I also thought Deborah and Angelica getting along really well was really funny. Yeah. And I think that's it. <laughs> what about you? I,
0: I, I... I... That is, we've we've clearly been digging in the same area because <laughs> my golden nugget is that endy bit where sort of like Nigel realizes that they might actually not survive this situation, like they might actually die here, and he starts singing to the babies and like doing old McDonald's, and it's just like such a cute scene, yeah, and the babies are like gathering around, and he's doing the little shapes. Yeah, it's really really fucking cute. I mean, to be fair, for our listeners, if you're ever stuck in that situation where you're low on oxygen, Singing's not a singing, singing. Definitely not a good idea. You consume more oxygen when you sing. Being quiet, much better idea.
1: Sleeping is ideal.
0: Exactly. So so that's our PSA for the day, which is also a new segment, which we're apparently doing. <laughs> um, Survival skills. So... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I think that was just like a really cute scene. Mm. I think it speaks to sort of Nigel Thornberry's ability to always be this really constructive uh, person in the series. Like he's supposed to be a buffoon and everything, but honestly, he is such a brave, strong, yeah. wise character. Mm. You can't help but love him. Tim Curry. Love Nigel. Tim Curry. Uh, <laughs> I love him. Yeah. So would you recommend it?
1: Uh no. I think if you if you really like want nostalgia for these two things, like I would say like one of the other Rugrats movies is probably a better option. And also I mm-hmm. think there is also a Wild Thornberry's movie. I distinctly yeah. remember who let the dogs out being part of that movie somewhere, yeah, somehow. That is true. And I remember that being really fun. So, like, just the crossover is not worth it. Just get that no. nostalgia separately.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree. The Wild Thornberrys movie is really dark as well because it's about elephant poaching. <gasps> yes, so I forgot. Oh, ready God. For that. Yeah, it's I fucking forgot. rough. And I believe, I believe there's a cheetah who loses its baby, too, which is just fucking horrendous. Okay, this like, it's is all really coming back to movie. me. It's That's fucked yeah. up. I'm
1: never going to watch that. <laughs> I can't I just, I truly I cannot handle poaching stories I can't handle animal yeah. like any animals being hurt like I can't
0: do mm-hmm. it yeah no I, I I feel you I feel you so uh, much with that yeah but yeah I I I also would not recommend this um I agree with Simone completely in the fact that just watch them two separately watch yeah. the tv shows yeah. the Red Rats tv show is great it's so cute. the Wild Thornberry's tv show is amazing just skip this movie just don't yeah. don't watch it well, there we go, Simone. We have reached the end of Nostalgia Lane.
1: Yeah, look at us. Yeah, Whew.
0: it's been a good walk. I've had fun. I've I've stretched. I've, mm. I've breathed in the fresh air, mm. and now we can return to our. You know our what dusty cartoon world. I just
1: remembered? Also, that I used to love because I was a big nerdy nerd uh-huh. was Magic School Bus.
0: I never watched Magic what? School Bus. To be honest, what? okay, that was never. In my we have to do well. a Magic
1: School Bus episode at some point because uh, I think okay. it would be cool to get, like, your fresh perspective.
0: I think that would be very interesting. We could do it as, like, a live. That could be fun. <gasps> yes. People could come and join oh. us.
1: Oh, <gasps> I'll pick my favorite Magic School Bus episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Guys, if you want to write in with your sort of best picks for Magic School Bus as well, we'll do, like, a two-episode live, <gasps> and, yes. yeah, you can come and join us, and we can talk about yes. nostalgia of kids' shows. So please do write in to us with that, which you will find out where to do so at the end of the episode. But in the meantime, Simone... What is your gratitude for this week?
1: Oh, my gratitude for this week. Is um I got some alone time. I'm still so, so lucky oh. that I have a very understanding boyfriend who yeah. occasionally I'm like, hey, I just need you to get out of the house for a bit. Like I just <laughs> I just need the whole house to myself, please. Um and he's That's he's really very sweet. cool about it. He like just went to a friend's place. Um and I just had like a little night by myself. I did I had a bubble bath.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, oh candles. how magical.
1: <sighs> I made a meal with all the food Rudy hates. <laughs>
0: watched a a
1: scary movie and like just chilled it was great it was exactly what i needed covered my face like serum um Uh so my uh skin uh is so soft right now
0: you're happy you're just stroking yourself all the time just mm lovely oh that sounds so wonderful it's very cool that your your partner like feels that way and i think it is really important that yeah. even you know because you are living with your partner like having that alone time is totally. few and far between so being able to communicate that is really really yeah. important
1: yeah and obviously yeah. i would also yeah. like get the fuck out if he asked me to
0: yeah absolutely no. absolutely um so that's your that's your second psa for the uh, for for the day guys yeah. communication, communication incredibly important in a yeah. relationship
1: and if you need alone yeah. time yeah. just ask Just ask. Okay, what is your gratitude?
0: (laughs) My gratitude for this week is my little cat, young Tiggy, because she's just like, she's suddenly become really, really affectionate to me, and she just, like, follows me around the house, and she'll just, like, let me do whatever the hell she wants. Like, I I pretend that she's a gun sometimes, and I'll be like, hey, 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 (laughs) mom, mom. What do you, what do you call a cat that's a gun? And I like hold her up by her feet and go, she's a catling gun. And then I go, and just like, and she just, do, like, she a just shotgun takes motion, it. And she just allows it. Yeah. And today I was like, Hey mom, Hey mom, did you know cats can fly? And I just chucked her in the air and just like, like she, she landed on the bed. Okay. I'm not abusing okay. my animals. She, There was a soft bed. Yeah. I made sure of it. And then she just went and lay on my bed for a while. And yeah, she just like follows me around everywhere and she just gets all cuddly. And I just love this cat so much. Oh, she's such a babe. So sweet. And so she's a bit
1: happy. your cat.
0: She's definitely my cat, which is going to be real problematic when I move out. Like real problematic. I'll
1: have to do a custody battle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get very, very ugly. Can I tell you um, one of
1: the funniest jokes that Rudy has ever said? Yeah, go for it. Uh, we were talking about if we ever broke up, who would get the cats? Uh-huh. And he goes, call me Ultramel, because I'm getting custody.
0: Wow. That is stunning. I
1: was furious. I will never be that funny.
0: That is so good. That is unbelievably beautiful. Like he he kinda wins the cats because of that joke, right? Uh, For
1: those who don't know, Ultramel is a brand of custard (laughs) in South Africa.
0: It's a very South African brand of custard. Yeah. I don't think you can get it anywhere else. Like 90% of our listeners are just like, I don't, I don't, I don't that's get not that. funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it's genuinely
1: it's one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard.
0: That was beautiful. I appreciate that. Oh my God. How beautiful. I think that's my gratitude for the day, actually. <laughs> that was so good. So Simone, what are we going to do next week?
1: Okay. So similar to revisiting our childhoods what we're gonna uh-huh. do is we're gonna look at movies that revisited our childhoods for us we're looking right. at remakes okay
0: ah yes so, yes okay i see i see where you're going with this
1: to that end we will be doing the new witches movie
0: yes with anne hathaway yes
1: and we will be doing cruella
0: yes which we both have quite a lot of feelings yes, about. i haven't watched it, yet, seen it but
1: i'm excited
0: yeah, gonna gonna be a very, very spicy episode, I think. Oh yeah. It should be very interesting. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate you. And for our live stream, please do write into us. Tell yeah. us what your favorite episodes of the magic. What is it called? Magic Bus?
1: Magic School Bus.
0: Magic School Bus. Uh, <laughs> tell us what. That's that's how little <laughs> I know about this show. <laughs>
1: like such an old man. What, what's that show yeah. you watch? The it? Magic Bus. What, what is
0: it? The Magic Bus. Um, <laughs> so, guys, if you want to write into us with your with your your Magic Bus episode recommendations, what kids shows do you remember from your from your childhood that you loved? Even in your adult home, what did you watch on Saturday mornings uh, that just filled you with the most joy? Tell us your favorites and where can they do that, Simone?
1: They can talk to us on Facebook or Instagram at Fresh Tomatoes Podcast, on Twitter at Fresh Tomatoes NP. They can email us at Fresh Tomatoes Podcast at gmail.com.
0: There you have it. And as we say at the end of every episode, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye. Bye.
2: You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. The definition of a cryptid is an animal that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. As we binged our favorite Netflix series and slayed our toughest bosses in a video game, we began to wonder about these creatures that appeared and stoked our imagination. What was the inspiration for the Demogorgon, or the Dementor? Well, my name is Dave, and with my co-host, Austin, we bring you The Cryptic Cast. Every other Wednesday, we will bring you some information about our favorite modern cryptid. From TV to movies to video games, we explore nerd culture through the lens of extensively suspicious knowledge in cryptozoology. Find us on your favorite podcast service under the name The Cryptic Cast. And follow us on social media at the underscore cryptidcast. Come join the growing community of Cryptomania.